morning. Welcome to Grace Community Church. My name is Christine. So glad you are joining us today. Welcome to those that are not joining us live. We're always so glad to be together. It's so important, whether here at home, uh, wherever you join us, it's a time to be together as family. And today is Celebration Sunday. There is a lot to celebrate, and we are happy to share with you so many, so many special things. God is on the move. You will see that. You will see that even in the children of this church. Um, we love to celebrate that movement of the Spirit. And there's a lot happening. There's a lot to announce. I want to bring up our seniors that are going to be graduating soon. And we have this incredible opportunity uh, to honor them this year. We did this last year where you pick a name, read about that student, pick that student, and then bless them with a gift basket sometime in the month of May, whether you deliver it to their home or to church. Um, this is just a special time for them, and we really want to highlight them. So I hope that you will do that. Um, we had the table out between services. If you missed that opportunity, you can call the church office, talk to Pastor Stephen, and he'll get you all set up with a student. Also, we started nursery again this morning at our 8.30 hour, which is really cool. So if you have young children or know people that have young children, uh, pass that along to them. It's much easier for them, I know, to worship um, having their little ones in another room when they're really, really small. So nursery will always be at the 8.30 hour as well as the two-year-old and three-year-old class for the entire service. So that's really wonderful. And then our four, fourth, sorry, our four-year-olds through sixth graders will still be excused during the 8.30 hour. So now that we have two services, I just want to make sure you get all the information um, and are aware of what's happening at both of those services. So that's really exciting. And thank you to many of you who I know serve at the 8.30 hour and then come here to worship at 10.30. It's just very cool to have that. Um, ladies, for those that have signed up for the women's luncheon, it's coming this Saturday. We're excited about that from 10.30 to 12.30. If you have not paid yet, just uh, send that check in the mail. It's only $10. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful time to be together. If you signed up online, I know it was a little bit confusing to sign up with the guests that you've invited. So if you haven't heard from me and you definitely invited some, some guests and you want to sit with them, shoot me an email or give me a call and give me those names so that I can make sure to put you together. I know, you know, we are grown-ups, but hey, if you're inviting people, I want to be able to have you sit together. So um, make sure to let me know that. We also have the National Day of Prayer coming on Thursday. So if you'd like to join in for some really dedicated time of prayer from 12 to 1, please join us here in the worship center, and we'd love to have you uh, join us with that. It's going to be a special time to be together. Um, you know, it's a, there's a lot going on. There's always so much. Just watch the news, and we you know, can see that the world is just an interesting place. And yet, every single day, God gives us something special to celebrate. He's on the move all the time, and I hope that we can take time to reflect on those important things that he's doing in our own personal lives um, we just had a celebration of life for my mother-in-law yesterday, and it gives you a lot of time to ponder and to reflect on life and, and what God has done in your life. And I hope you can take the time even today to just celebrate what he's doing in your life. Are you ready to do that now? All right, let's worship the Lord. Before we do that, we're going to pray, and I'm going to be the one doing that. Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this beautiful group of people that gather, these brothers and sisters that are 
your family, Lord. This is incredible that we get to be together forever. It's such a privilege and a gift. And there is so much to celebrate in our lives, Lord. You have given us your son. I mean, we could just stand on that alone and be satisfied. And yet there's so many other things that you do pour into our lives over and over again, reminding us of your faithfulness, of your goodness, of your kindness, and your love for us. I do pray for what's happening in the world, Lord. There's a lot of division. There's a lot of heartache. There's a lot of anger. And yet, God, you have given us so much of your love through your Holy Spirit. I pray that we would be models of that in this world that we live in. There's no, um, it's not by chance that you've placed us here at this time. And I just pray that we would be effective missionaries for you wherever we're at, that we would share that love and that hope with others around us. Uh, Lord, there's some people that are really suffering right now. They're suffering with illness. They're suffering with disease. We would ask for your healing touch on their lives. It's turning their world upside down. It's turning their families upside down. And yet we trust that you will give them everything to supply the need that they have at this exact moment and comfort them. Father, we realize this is a time that um, we give our tithes and our offerings to you. And we do that just from a grateful heart. You've given us so much, Lord. You've provided so much. And so when we do these things for you, we pray that um, it would honor you. And Lord, we haven't gotten much rain, but we trust you with what will come. We trust that you can still send much rain to our valley and much snow to our mountains. And we would ask yet again for that, Lord. We know it comes from you and we need it so desperately. And so we seek you for that. And Father, as we just celebrate all the things that you're doing in our lives today, we would ask that our hearts would just be fully devoted to you, that we would surrender all the things that are going on in our lives to you, hand them to you, and trust that you've got it, that you're good. We give this day to you now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's celebrate. All right, church, let's stand to our feet as we celebrate what our God has done in our church and what he's doing today. Sing this out this morning. Come on, let's put our hands together. Yeah, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I saw darkness run for cover. But the miracle that I just can't get over, my name is registered in heaven. I believe in signs and wonders. I have resurrection power. So the miracle that I just can't get over, my name is registered in heaven. My praise belongs to you forever. Cause grace rewrote my story I'll testify By Jesus Christ the righteous I'm justified This is my testimony This is my testimony Come together sons and daughters with blood and washed in water Sing the praises of the Spirit, Son and Father Our God will finish 
finish what he started. Sing that again. Oh, our God will finish what he started. Oh, this is my testimony from death to life. Because grace rewrote my story. I'll testify by Jesus Christ the righteous. I'm justified. This is my testimony. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Greater things are still to come. Oh, I believe. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Greater things are still to come. Oh, I believe. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Greater things are still to come. Oh, I believe. If I'm not dead, testimony from death to life cause grace rewrote my story I'll testify by Jesus Christ the righteous I'm justified this is my testimony this is my testimony this is my testimony from death to life cause grace rewrote my story I'll testify by Jesus Christ the righteous I'm justified. This is my testimony. This is my testimony. Amen, church. Come on, let's worship our Lord this morning. You may have a seat. Well, good morning to you, church. We have the incredible privilege not only to observe baptisms this morning, um, but very much to participate in them. And I think that's something that we as the church must always remember when we come to, when it comes to baptism, is that we are not just these passive observers, but, but as, as the body of believers, we are active participants in what is going on. Um, this is a, a public declaration of, a, of an internal commitment of two, uh, two people that we get to see be baptized this morning. Paul says this about baptism in Romans 6, and I would encourage you to, to read all of Romans 6. Paul paints just this incredible picture of what baptism really is and what it symbolizes. But he says, since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. 
Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. And so what Paul is saying is that in, in this tank, in baptism, there is this symbol of this, this death of the old self and this resurrection of the new life in Christ. And, and what Paul says elsewhere is this life I now live, I live in Christ. Um, and that's what we're going to get to uh, part, observe and participate in this, this morning. I've heard it said that what, that what, wedding, what a wedding is to marriage, baptism is to conversion. And it's this public, symbolic, communal declaration of our allegiance to Christ. And so uh, we have the great privilege of being able to, to see two baptisms this morning. So. This is McKenna Thompson. Hi, McKenna. Hi. McKenna, how old are you? 11. Okay, McKenna, tell us a little bit about how you gave your life to Christ. Uh, Mom was reading the Bible to us. I think I was four. I don't really remember a lot of it, but I started asking her questions, and she told me about accepting Jesus into my heart, and that's when I did it. That's awesome. Very cool. And McKenna, why do you want to be baptized? I want morning? everyone to know that I'm a Christian. That's awesome. That's perfect. Well, McKenna, you have given your life to Jesus Christ? Yes. And is it your commitment and desire to serve him and follow him all of the days of your life? Yes. No matter what comes your way? Yes. Right, McKenna, upon this your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is McKenna's sister, Macy. Hi, Macy. Hi. Macy, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you gave your life to Christ? Um, well, I was seven at VBS, and I was talking with my leader about um, walking him, him into my heart, and she prayed with me, and then I just did it. That's awesome. And why do you want to be baptized this morning? To show people I'm a Christian, and someday I want to be a missionary. That's awesome. Great for you. That's great. You know what? In many ways, you are a missionary right now. Many ways, sorry. Grab your wrist. There you go. All right, All right, Macy, you have given your life to Jesus Christ. Is it your commitment and desire to serve Him and follow Him all of the days of your life, no matter what comes your way? Macy, upon this your profession of faith, I baptize you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God bless you. God bless all of us as we continue to worship the Lord this morning. But 
joy comes in the morning and when the oceans range i don't have to be afraid because i know that you love me you stand with us as we continue to sing this you stay the same through the ages your love never changes there may be pain in the night but joy comes in the morning and when the oceans rage i don't have to be afraid because i know that you love me your love never
Grace Community Church. You may have a seat this morning. Thanks, Caleb. Well, good morning to all of you. This is a morning, as the first song said, about testimonies, and I'm up here to introduce. By the way, that was really good, singing that song after your girls were baptized. I don't know how you did it. Hey, I'm here to... I'm here because I oversee our intern ministry, and I believe that Grace Community Church, through its intern ministry, is doing something that um, not many around our area is doing, and that is training people as interns for uh, the vocational gospel ministry. To date, after this morning, we will have had 14 interns that have entered our ministry. Eight of the 14 have been placed into ministries, five within our own church, two as pastors in other churches. One was placed in a church and is now serving at the rescue mission here in Visalia. One is in a high position in a national youth ministry, and one is using her gifts and abilities in Scotland. To enter our intern ministry, candidates must complete an extensive application. It is an extensive process. Writing papers about their vision and calling, they must submit three recommendations, and they are interviewed by virtually every leadership um, group in our church. It's very complete. It's a very thorough process. On April 13th of this year, our elder board continued or, or unanimously ratified our next intern, Julia Thompson, and she is our 14th intern. Julia will start her training primarily in worship arts ministry alongside TJ and under the watchful eye of Pastor John. And in our intern ministry, she will receive a wide range of experience and training that will prepare her for wherever the Lord might take her in ministry. So would you please welcome Julia and let me introduce her to you and she will share. Thank you, Tim. Good morning, Grace Community Church. As Tim said, my name is Julia Thompson. I'm married to Brandon Thompson, whom you've most likely seen playing various instruments for worship on Sundays. Today he's playing bass. <laughs> um, we have four children, McKenna, who is 11, and Macy, who is nine, who were baptized this morning. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Tristan, who is seven, and Theodore, who is six. They're right here. I was born and raised in the Midwest in the Nazarene Church and became a believer at a young age. I came to California to attend Point Loma Nazarene University, which is where I met Brandon. Our shared walk with Christ has taken us to the Midwest and all over the state of California while we pursued dreams and built our family. As I learned to navigate life as a new wife and a mother, my walk with Christ became a fierce commitment in my early 20s. We came to Grace Community Church in 2013 after we moved to Visalia and I began attending GCC Mops, which I had found on Google and thought it would be a great way to make some new friends. Since arriving here, I have enjoyed volunteering in various ministries within the church, including worship arts, children's ministries, and the satellite young adult ministries. During the pandemic, our routines and commitments, as I'm sure most of yours were also, drastically changed. This allowed for, more than ever, time spent in prayer and reading scripture and helped me to evaluate the calling the Lord was placing on my life and I decided to apply for the internship program. I am truly excited to serve in the internship ministry and to refine the calling the Lord has placed on me and in my heart. 
It gives me great joy to serve him by serving his people within and outside of Grace Community Church. And it gives us joy to have you with us. I'm going to ask Pastor John to come up. He's going to pray for Julia. I'm going to ask Brandon to come up and stand with his wife. Would you folks stand? And we will pray together, led by Pastor John. It's really an awesome thing to be part of what God is doing in other people's lives, for our lives to count in special ways like this, and in particular to be a part of what God is doing in His call on people's lives. I've drawn from the Apostle Paul's prayer to the churches in Asia Minor, and I want you to join me. This was prayed on behalf of all of us, but I focused it on Julia and God's calling in her life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we have heard of her faith in the Lord Jesus and her love toward all the saints. We give thanks for her, remembering her in our prayers that you, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give her, as Paul prayed for the church, the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Christ, having the eyes of her heart enlightened, that she may know what is the hope to which you have called her, what are the riches of our glorious inheritance in the saints and what is the immeasurable greatness of your power toward us who believe according to the working of your great might that you worked in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule authority power and dominion and above every name that is named not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Father, you put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And so we pray for Julia, for Brandon, McKenna, Macy, Tristan, and Theodore, and we pray for Julia that she may serve and suffer and minister in the truth and power of our risen Lord all the days of her life. And may this be, O Lord, for her everlasting joy and your glory that never fades. We pray this in Jesus' matchless name. And all of God's people said, Amen. God bless you, Julia. God bless
Church, would you stand with us as we continue to sing this song out? We're going to worship him for his goodness, for coming out of that grave so that we could be saved. And as we continue to celebrate everything he's done in our church, let us each celebrate what he's done in each of our hearts. So we're going to sing this out. Death cannot hold you. Death could not hold you. The veil tore before you to silence the boast of sin and rain. The heavens are roaring, praise of your glory, for you are raised to life again. You have no One more time, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the one who set me free, hallelujah. Death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name, Jesus Christ, my can I say? And what can I do? But offer this heart, oh God, completely to you. So what can I say? So I'll say 
Church, you may have a seat. Well, good morning again. I have the opportunity to share a testimony with you this morning. It's a testimony of what the Lord's been doing in my life, and it's a testimony in relation to something that I am, happens to be a passion of mine, and that is the Lord's church, and especially here at Grace Community Church. I have had some um, significant passages over the year that have, over the years that have um, steered me and they have been special to me and I want to share them with you before I share this morning. They will be on the, on the screen behind me. Matthew 16, 18 and 19, and I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church. The gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. The church belongs to the Lord, and it is the church that he uses to take the gospel to the world. Acts 2, 42 to 47, the church is made up of a group of people who are committed to one another. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. The church is a group of people. It is not just one individual. We serve together. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And then if I was to pick a passage that I would say is my favorite, which I know in the scriptures you could pick a lot of them, but this would be the one that I would pick because of what it says about us as God's people and as a community of believers. 1 Peter 2, 9-12, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, 
a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and strangers in the world to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day that he visits. God uses his people to take the kingdom to the world. I'm Tim Allen. I'm currently the executive pastor here at Grace Community Church. I'm married to Vivian. We have a dog. Her name is Rosie. Two daughters, Sharice and Nikki. They are both married to David and Zach. Love them dearly. Between those two families, we have five grandchildren. They can be a bit of a mess and a lot of fun. They're also very sweet. And of course, here is a picture of our family. And I want you to know that this family is a product of Grace Community Church. So many of you have put into this family. That's what the kingdom of God does. If I could go back a little further to talk a little more about this, the, the girl's mother and I, Margie, and I came to Grace Community Church in 1984, about four years or so after Grace Community Church had begun. We uh, officially joined the church in 19, December 15th of 1985. I was following and seeking the call that God had placed on my heart to be a pastor. Grace Community Church helped with that. It was on September 15th of 1989 that I was ratified what I think was the third youth pastor of Grace Community Church. I had hair. <laughs> if I was to go back in time further, in 1980, Margie and I were lost. We were a mess. We needed a savior. We didn't know that. But a pastor came to our house to teach us or to talk to us about Jesus. We learned that we were, we were in sin, that we were, we were lost in our sin, and that we had no way out of our sin, that we needed a Savior. And that pastor talked to us about Jesus and led us to Jesus. And we gave our lives to Jesus Christ on September 1st, 1980, the opening day of dove season. On a Monday, I had been dove hunting that day, that's why I remember that, in our living room. And life changed dramatically for us. That pastor, this is 19 years later, the last day that I was in, as the, served as a youth pastor here at Grace Community, and the shortest man in that um, group is Pastor Vern Thompson, who is with the Lord now. And I wanted to let you see a picture of him. He is the one that led us to the Lord. He is with the Lord now, as I said. And on the day that he led us to the Lord, he, he said a couple of things to us after we prayed that prayer with him. He said, you guys need to be baptized. You need to make a public profession of your faith. And we did that. And then he looked at me and he said something that forever changed the trajectory of my life. And he said, Tim, you need to get your family in church and you need to stay there because you need people. They need people. 
And then he talked about, um, after telling us that, he talked about um, the importance of small groups and told us that we also needed to be involved in small groups. And we have always followed that leading from, the, from that day. This is a group, this is one of the first groups that Margie and I started here at Grace Community Church. And this group was very instrumental in our lives. Even though we started the group, they ministered to us. They ministered to us through, through life's challenges. This group helped us to navigate the diagnosis of cancer and what all that meant. This group helped me to navigate the death of my dear wife after 42 years. I met with this group on the day following Margie's death. And then, unknown to me, this group would help me to navigate new love, something I never could imagine at that point happening, and helped me to navigate courting someone and ultimately getting married. And they were um, at our wedding. This group is a group that Vivian and I lead now, although it's changed a little bit from the picture up here, but I show this group to you because it is this group that's, that kind of started me on a journey, a quest, if you will, and it was one night, a few months back, when we had thought that we had, this land had been purchased, and we thought it was sold, and I was sharing with the group that night some of the miraculous things that I had seen in my time here at Grace Community Church having to do with buildings and growth and some of the miracles of God. And when I got done, this group is made up of some folks that are fairly new to our church. And uh, when I got done, one of them said to me, Tim, you need to write a book about that, <laughs> which I thought was funny. I don't know that anybody would want to read that book. But it did, though, continue to work on me, and I actually started thinking about what he was talking about was recording some of the significant historical things of our church, and we don't really have anything like that. So that put me on a quest, and on that quest, I, I realized that the day will come when we sell this property and we move down to the North Campus, and we will want to document some of the steps that took us there. So I went on this quest to start to try to read through uh, board minutes and things like that and uh, looking at things we had recorded so that I could put that together. And then as I started doing that, my kind of OCD nature <laughs> took over and I decided I wanted to do more. I wanted to record all the board members by year from the start of Grace Community Church, all the pastoral staff, office staff, significant events, so on and so forth. And as I was working through that, and am still working through that, in fact, I told that person in that group, you ruined my life because you put me on this quest. Um, but as I was doing that, Wava Clark, our, our bookkeeper, said to me, Tim, I have Remember, I have the kind of a history book of Grace Community Church. I didn't remember we had this book. And I, she said, when you're ready, let me, I'll give it to you. And I, so I came to her and said, okay, I'm ready. Show it to me. It really is more like a scrapbook. I didn't even know we had it. That's a picture of it. And I started, and it documents some of the really early years of Grace Community Church. And as I started looking through that, I mean, it hit me. Something that I was in awe of, if you will. I started reading about the formation of Grace Community Church that, that a pastor, Pastor John Epp, had a vision to plant a church on the east side of Visalia. 
um, an evangelical Bible-believing church that would take the kingdom to this area, if you will, and beyond. I started reading about um, meetings and people prayer, praying together, and, and I started um, just seeing the hearts of these people. Many of them are with the Lord today. As I looked at these pictures, I thought there's so much. Here's some of the early pictures of people meeting, praying for where we are at today at Grace Community Church. And man, it, it just started, I started to realize that we are part of something much bigger than ourselves. This is at the groundbreaking ceremony, and right in the middle there is Paul Olson, for those of you that know him. I thought it was Todd when I first saw it, which is his son, but man, all of a sudden, I was in awe of the fact that we are a part of a vision. And then in this, in this scrapbook, um, I found what to me is a treasure, and that is the very first directory, picture directory of Grace Community Church. And I started thinking about the folks that are here in our church that are still a part of this church. Evelyn Barrett, I see you. Then, Evelyn Barrett today, and she is here this morning for the first time since COVID. Mike and Barbara Young then. Mike and Barbara Young now. Paul and Lynn Olson, then. Paul and Lynn Olson, now. Randy and Ramona Kahn, then. Randy and Ramona Kahn, now. And it hit me, folks, that these folks represent a group of people a group of people that gathered in early 1979 to begin and to enact a vision. These people represent a pastor and people who had a vision, a vision that became Grace Community Church that we are a part of, a vision that is helping, that created a church that is helping us to grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ. A vision for a church, Grace Community Church, that has helped many of us to raise our families. A vision, Grace Community Church, that took a chance on a young, inexperienced man who just wanted to follow the Lord and serve Him as long as he could. And that pastor still stands before you today. A vision, a church, that to this day still honors the first prayer that was prayed when they met here for the first time, the prayer of dedication. In the name of Christ our Lord, we dedicate this house to God. We also dedicate ourselves afresh to the purposes for which this place has been built, to love and to serve our Lord, to nurture and build the body of believers, and to reach out into our community and into our world with the healing, redemptive love of Jesus Christ, amen. And we are a part of that. And we must remember that we now are a part of taking that vision into the future. And a part of that vision now has become moving this down to the North Campus, moving our church down to the North Campus. Those people prayed, they sacrificed, they gave so that we could have this place. We now pray, we sacrifice, we give, 
because Grace Community Church will still be, still soon be on the east side of Visalia as the original vision was, but it'll be a few miles down the street. And I would ask you to realize that you are a part of that. And someday, because of your sacrifice, because of your prayers, because of you being committed to the Lord, people will come to know that the Lord Jesus Christ, and maybe someday we'll be standing up and sharing about how the Lord has worked in their life through you. And you might not even be here, but it's still for the kingdom of God. God bless you all. It is so good to be a part of Grace Community Church. Let's stand and worship. Keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. you're working even when i don't feel it you're working you never stop you never stop working you never stop you never stop working even when i don't 
you're working even when i don't feel it you're working you never stop you never stop working you never stop you never stop working even when i don't see it you're working even when i don't feel it you're working you never stop you never stop working oh one more time even when i don't see it you're working even when i don't feel it you're working you never stop you never stop working oh we sing it out to our way maker way maker miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness my god that is who you are oh one more time way maker miracle worker promise One of the most holy things we do, besides incurring the waters of baptism, is to observe the Lord's Supper. And it's so very important to us, not just once, but again and again and again to sit at the Lord's table and in a way, remember who we are in Christ, who He is, what He has accomplished for us. He really remains our refuge. And in some ways, I've often thought that when we come to the, to the table, it's a safe place in which uh, we find ourselves again greatly loved by the Lord, sacrificially loved. Everything's forgiven. Everything begins anew. Of course, that depends on how we realize what we are doing when we take this bread and this cup. Jesus says, the bread represents my body for you. And the cup, a new covenant. This is a unique covenant in Christ. A new beginning. A new people. So, let's go to this uh, refuge. I can call us to it, but each person has to approach the table on her own or his own.
Meet the Lord there. Restore yourself, your faith, your relationship with the Lord. Let's take a moment and prepare ourselves. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take and deep. same way after supper the cup also saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood all of you drink it As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. May God bless us. And finally this morning, we have the opportunity, which we've spent a lot of time talking about our church, to welcome five people into our church family two in the first service and three in this service. So the three that are here this morning, please come up at this time. I'll ask you to stand right here to my right, down here. We are going to give them the right hand of fellowship, which is the last step in our membership process. You can read about the right hand of fellowship in the Galatians chapter two, verse nine. I'm gonna introduce them to you. Pastor John will welcome them on our behalf with the right hand of fellowship. I will have you stand. We will encourage them and pray. And then after the service, our benediction will be, you can come up if you feel comfortable, shake their hands, bump their elbow, fist, air hug, whatever. But um, we hope that some of you will come up and welcome them. So let me introduce them to you. This is Brian Vargas. <laughs> He's happy. He was playing drums this morning. Brett Hankey and Jack Keehan. Welcome, you guys. Would you welcome them and stand? It is not a small thing when someone joins a church. They are a part of a family. Let's pray for them. Father, we are grateful for this morning. We are grateful for the testimonies we have heard. We are most grateful, Lord, for the testimony of you and what you've done in each of our lives. I do pray for 
Brett and Jack and Brian, that you would bless them as they unite with our family, your family here at Grace Community Church. Use them, Lord. We pray that you might even give them the opportunity to be used by you to pray with someone to receive you as their Lord and Savior. You might give them the opportunity to be a part of salvation. But whatever you do, Lord, use them for your glory. We live for your glory. We serve you, we love you, and we pray this in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and all God's people said, amen. God bless you all. Come and greet these folks.